2: three seven victory in the name which is above every name there's no exception for rape or incest
0: uh it's an extreme <laughs> wall and...
1: right now bones ligaments tendons in jesus name get out here right now <laughs> so put your trust But some must be when distorted You
0: know you ain't got no in your life. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of the Master's Dog. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. Usually, I do not mix politics uh, in with the Master's Dog. It's usually all theology, all Responses to false teachers who would take God's word and twist it for their own perverted means or, uh, yeah, perverted means. It really is. Anytime you're going to twist God's word, whatever your means behind doing that are, they're perverted. So um, we don't need to give any other uh, descriptor to that. But um, today just happens to be uh, where... Politics and theology. I mean, it happens more often than that. But to a point that I felt I needed to say something. Um, this video started going around a few days ago. So apparently, um, President Trump has... Uh, it was for a long time Paula White was his spiritual advisor. Um, and now apparently he's given her an official office in the White House so all of you uh, conspiracy theorist people who believe that Donald Trump is uh, the Antichrist he's now got an official false prophet so that should make y'all happy um, it still make y'all wrong I'm pretty sure uh, but you know hey if I can if I can bring a little joy to the uh, conspiracy theorist's heart who am I to 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 stomp all over that to rain on that parade take your joy and have fun with it um so but i watched this video and i don't know it just it irritated me and i got to thinking about it is it really something that i want to address here but there is an an issue that comes from this and i want to talk a little bit about it at the end uh after we watch this video and i you know take some Cheap shots at at Paula White because I'm a jerk and that's what I do. Um, Oh, or it's no quarter November. Yeah, that's that's it. It's no quarter November, so I'm just gonna say what needs to be said and and uh, and not worry about the consequences. It's not that I'm a jerk or anything, or it is. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. You be the judge. So with that, let's take a look at this crazy, crazy video of Paula White. The president's former spiritual advisor, now official member of the White House staff.
2: Wherever I go, God rules. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. I had every right and authority to declare the White House as holy ground because I was standing there and where I stand is holy.
0: Really? Okay, again, here's just the, the, the horrible, and, and obviously she is referring to, she's comparing herself to Moses. And she is horribly twisting the, the verses where God tells Moses, when he's speaking to Moses from the burning bush, he says, take off your sandals because you're standing on holy ground. The ground wasn't holy because Moses was there. The ground wasn't holy because of the prophet The ground was holy because of who the prophet was conversing with. You do not bring God into the White House. Not everywhere that Moses went did he proclaim that God went. God proclaimed where God was. Moses went there. So you are woman. You are putting the cart way before the horse. By proclaiming that you, because I was standing there, God was there. No. A true prophet would say, because God was standing there, because God was in that place, I went there. See, there's there's a, a severe lack of humility from this woman. And, and again, she needs to go home with Beth Moore and Josh Harris. They need to go home. Uh, again, understanding what I truly believe Dr. MacArthur meant when he told Beth Moore to go home was not about you know and I, I will throw josh harris a man into the mix of the go home because these are people who do not understand the position they are attempting to put themselves in uh, or maybe they do and 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 that makes it even more dangerous they need to go home and they need to they need to, to get put under some authority where they can whether it be pastoral uh Husband, authority, whatever kind of authority, they need to go get there, get some authority and and figure out where they are are misrepresenting God to the masses.
2: To say no to President Trump would be saying no to God. And, there, and I won't do that. We are in-
0: Again, here at... The equating of this is what your false teachers, especially heretics like Paula White do. Um, I'm, I'm halfway through a uh, debate with Kwaku L, the Mormon guy, and uh, and another pastor um, from Payson Bible Church. And it is the, the demotion of God, the bringing God down, you know, they... I spoke to a Mormon one time that said that that the um, the creed that was an abomination was the disembodiment of God that we took God out of his body. And somehow, you know, but literally taking God and pulling him down and putting him into a physicality or. Um, what is a word? I, I don't know the undification would be a word, but. Hey, it is now. I just made it up. The undeification of God, the demotion of God to where he is subservient to the prophet, to where God is subservient to the people. Um, and, and even her saying that literally in the statement that saying no to President Trump was saying no to God is literally putting God subservient to the president. And she, I don't know if she understands that or if she's just. If she's just that far gone, that she's willing to make that proclamation. But to say that saying no to President Trump is saying no to God, that's a, that's a, that's a dangerous statement for you and the president. Because if you're the spiritual advisor, again, you know, the prophets were called to humble the, the, the leaders who were out of control. You know, Nathan went to, to David to call him to repent, to humble him. You know, Elijah went to, to Ahab, was, his intention was to humble him, you know, the, the uh, confrontation with the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel was not to give Ahab a ego boost, it was to humble him to know that there is a God in Israel and that he was disobeying that God. So to give, to try to give Trump this ego boost is dangerous. Because again, understanding, recognizing the fact that Donald doesn't seem to think he needs to repent. So you're putting him in a place where he's he's becoming self-idolatrous and not thinking that he'll ever need to repent of it. And his spiritual advisor is leading him to that.
2: In a spiritual war right now let every demonic network that has aligned itself against the purpose against the calling of president trump let it be broken let it be torn down in the name of jesus want me to tell you
0: okay so this i mean it's never a bad thing to call down demonic forces but again here is the 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 uh, elevation of the man um Again, I I addressed it in in the the issue with Joshua Harris last night in uh, his little HBO special where he was talking about um, Trump and the judgment of God. And literally, I mean, Trump is president because God is sovereign and God decided that Trump should be president. It could be because God has called him to that i more believe that God is, is imposing judgment. And I said it again, and I'll stand by the statement that I made in 2016 before the election, that either one of those people was going to be a demonstration of God's judgment on this nation. And Trump happened to be the one that God sovereignly put in place. So whether he was called by God or, um, put there as a judgment on the people of America by God um, again the the this man needs no more ego boost than what he what he gets from himself and so to have a spiritual advisor that is, is putting him putting into his head that that you were put here for some special because you're special to God when in reality it could be God put you here because he's judging this nation and um, and you should prepare to be humbled like every other uh, person who was used by God, Nebuchadnezzar, um, Xerxes, you know, uh, Pharaoh, all these men who were used by God as a judgment on the people um, for straying away from, from the truth. Also, those men were also, uh, also those men were also. Let's let's just be repetitive here. Those men were also humbled at some point as well, uh, to the point of death. <laughs> you know. Um, so, continue on.
2: You know what my thoughts are, the thoughts of the King of Kings, the thoughts of the Lord of Lords. I'm downloading heaven. Ah!
0: and now she just gets ridiculous it, it gets uh, and I'm, I'm gonna let it play i'm gonna let the tongues and all that stuff as long as i can deal with it i'm gonna let it play I, I i spoke in tongues once upon a time and now i look back on it and i i think the majority of it was fabricated of my own um ego and um desire to be this is not norm confession time but but, you know, much of my use of tongues was was fabricated of my own desire to be recognized as authoritative um, because that's what the group that I was part of recognized as authoritative. So um, she's going to get ridiculous, but I'm downloading heaven. My thoughts are that the, I mean, God makes it very clear scriptural scripturally um, that his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And to make the proclamation that it is, 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 I always say borderline blasphemous, but it just really is blasphemous to make that kind of a statement. Can we get a translation ever? Can we ever get an interpretation of those tongues? Because it just doesn't seem to happen very often. You know, I mean, tongues recognized as what tongues actually is. is the, the utterance of languages that a person doesn't know and not necessarily an uh, ecstatic tongue of angels or prayer language or something to that effect that is never actually interpreted. I mean, tongues being un- unspoken or unknown languages being spoken um, or known languages being spoken where unknowns to the speaker those can be interpreted by those who know the language but these tongues of angels there's not a whole lot of angels showing up to give interpretations when these tongues are being uh, proclaimed <laughs>
2: kind of know I'm a little bit cute, all right? I am Paula, who is pretty. Well, maybe I'm not gonna be pretty when I'm 90 years old. Here's this former messed up Mississippi girl, lived in a trailer that they called trailer trash. Daddy committed suicide, got pregnant out of wedlock, been married been divorced not just once you know twice people go well how'd you become the spiritual advisor of the president we'll get to that later it's all in there michael jackson kid rock the president it's all in there all right
1: thank you
0: i don't know if at this point she's trying to present her qualifications or present the reason she should be disqualified i mean she <laughs> is, a, is a disqualifying word period from Pastoring, She can't be the president's pastor because she can't be a pastor. You know, I guess she can be a spiritual advisor. But, you know, so again, but she it seems like this kind of up and down thing of, well, this is I'm, I've, I've gone through so many things. So God is using me. And, and absolutely, I, I believe in the old adage that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. But then she goes into this whole thing of why she should actually be disqualified from being in a position like this and where she just needs to be under the teaching of a good pastor and a good sound theological church.
1: Paula, what a great job you do,
0: the evangelicals. I hear we're more popular than ever with the evangelicals. You're the only one, and she'll tell the truth. She'll only tell the truth.
2: Southern California is looking at, well, there's already law that's passed through the governor that says the Bible is a book of hate speech and to ban the sale of it. Snapchat was created as the largest human trafficking because the greatest people on there were human traffickers because the FBI and because intelligence could not do it because it's live and it's real time and they can track your kid in less than a second and take them.
0: Okay, and now here again you get this. I mean, that didn't even make sense. But, oh, she'll only tell the truth. And then we get lies. Um, I mean, I'm not doubting that, that California would like to make the Bible hate speech. But there is not a law at this point in time that absolutely declares the Bible hate speech. There are laws that have been written that can be interpreted to, if somebody wanted to, include the Bible in it, but there's nothing, like she said, that absolutely uh, calls the Bible hate speech. And again, I don't have Snapchat. I don't think anyone should have Snapchat. I think we should all get rid of Snapchat because it makes sexual issues way too easy for kids. Um, Pornography and, and so on abound on Snapchat. I had it for all of 30 minutes a long time ago, and I was bombarded with horrifying stuff um and i've never had it since i don't think anybody should have snapchat i think it's a horrible horrible tool i do not think it's a a tool intended for sex trafficking is it used by them i'm assuming yeah absolutely it can be which facebook twitter any of those other things can be used by by human traffickers as well um but then she gets into, I mean, again, it just made no sense because the FBI can't and intelligence and, and can you complete a sentence, Paula? I mean, come on, give me one good coherent sentence in any of that. But again, she only tells the truth and then she just throws out some some pretty radical lies. There's a Department
2: of Treasury in heaven that God is watching over everything you do. And you are storing up eternal treasure that will go so far beyond, I think, that we can even begin to imagine. Do You need to send in $3,500.
0: Department of Treasury in heaven? Chapter and verse, Paula, please. Chapter and verse. And again, it's just a twisting of, you know, storing up treasures in heaven, okay, where where moths and... Uh, cannot destroy and rust cannot or moth cannot eat and rust cannot destroy and so on so yeah there's a there's a principle of of that but that is not what that says that is not the intent of the verse it's not literally a treasury department in heaven it is not wealth because again wealth is not something that is going to exist in heaven we will understand reward which we will all turn back to throw at the feet of christ um but wealth will not be a currency, will not be um, a standard in heaven.
2: You need to send in 35000 You need to send in that $100,000 check. If you do not write that P.O. box and you do not call that toll-free number and you do not become a ministry of sustainer, you will never see sustainment in your life and your dream will die. Your call will die.
0: So, again, it's the threat. The threat, if you don't send, she's literally threatening somebody. She doesn't know who. We don't know who. But somebody out there felt threatened. Maybe they didn't. I would hope not. I would hope there was nobody out there that went, and yeah, yo, well, that's me. But the intent was to threaten somebody for a $100,000 or you would lose your sustainment in life that you would use lose the blessing and lose your calling or whatever it was that she said. True prophets of God do not threaten the people of God. They don't. It did, just reminded me of, I taught in my Sunday school class a week and a half, or two weeks ago, um, Ezra Taft Benson's uh, speech in Mormonism on the 14 fundamentals of the prophet and the last thing was something to the effect of, and I, I didn't I don't have it in front of me right now, but it was, uh, it was, this was the thing about listen to the prophet and be blessed, reject it and suffer. It was literally what he said, believe and be blessed, reject and suffer. It's a threat. It's a threat. And this is what she did. This is supposedly the, the president's pastor, the president's spiritual advisor on her own show, threatening The people of God and that's ridiculous. And here she is standing next to what at one point in time I I considered uh, credible Christian leaders, uh, Robert Jeffress and uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. and so on. I mean Falwell blocked me on Twitter because I called him out on some of his ridiculous stuff concerning Trump. They become yes men um, to this president and they've, they've let go of their, their ability to discern, um, what should and should not be, um, condemned and, uh, congratulated. And they just, they're just all about a, a false ministry of congratulation to build ego for a man who needs no ego boost because they're literally making it harder and harder for him. Um, I wouldn't say harder because if God calls him, then and then then there's no um, degree of difficulty for God. But they're literally pushing him further and further away from his knowledge of his need for a savior.
2: he is, the nominee, that has to be providence, that has to be the hand of God, in my opinion. And any tongue that rises against him will be condemned according to the word of God. It is God that raises up a king. It is God that sets one down. And so when you fight against the plan of God, you're fighting against the hand of God. If we get two more, we will be able to overturn demonic laws and decrees that has held this nation in captivity. that our president is doing absolutely phenomenal that he is in great health every way huge history buff it's like he understands that which has been and that which will be thank you for your courageous and bold stand for religious liberty and for your timeless service to all Americans we appreciate the price that you have paid to walk in the high calling history will record the greatness that you have brought for
0: generations.
2: And so you sit back and go, whoa.
0: So again, I mean, it's all just this, where's the prophetic um, condemnation for anything? I mean, this president has not been perfect. He has done things that that are, are um, not good for this country. You know, tariffs in China and different things, economic things. If this is your advising of the president, you should also be condemning the things. You should be calling him to repentance. I mean, ultimately, what he does with the nation affects everybody, but our anyone's goal as a true Christian should be the, the state of the president's soul and the disposition of his soul when he dies. Where's the no call to repentance? This man has, by his own admission, said he doesn't need to repent. He doesn't feel like he needs to. That is a statement that says he is not saved. And every one of these people, rather than just building him up and telling him what a wonderful dude he is, there should be a call to repentance somewhere, somewhere amongst all of this.
2: Yeah, but she crazy, she up there, she up there in the White House praying, you better believe I'm praying. You better believe I'm up there saying in the name of Jesus. You better believe that I'm walking around those parameters saying I lift this up and I dedicate every ounce of this place as holy ground. I release angels right now in the Holy Spirit and walls of fire. I burn up every demonic altar in the name of Jesus and I call it to crumble.
0: So why is abortion still around? why is racism still around why is there still human trafficking if you've called all these things to tear down all these demonic forces why are they still in place why why have the, Why is it not why is it that when you continually buying things who's who's the one coming around behind you and loosen them again so here I mean it, it's just it, it literally is the ridiculousness of, of the whole thing but here's what kind of came to me and this is what I mean all of this wrapped up into one little nugget here the problem that I see with this the danger for um, the church the, the threat to truth in God's word is there is a um, what's a word it's no quarter of November I, I, I shouldn't even be trying to, to um, uh, cushion the blow There is a a segment of poorly theologically trained uh, portions of the church. I don't know if that made sense. There is a a group of people out there that have very little theological foundation for what they believe um, because of... Pastors like Josh Harris and Joel Osteen who do not give a firm theological foundation on what it is that we believe in in Christ. And these are the people who are upholding Donald Trump who are willing to say I will vote for a serial adulterer because he ticks off the libs or he was just better than Hillary or all the, the different reasons why you heard that people voted for Trump that would be usually people that we would go but you're Christian, and he's not. And again, it's not that we say we have to have a Christian president. I voted for a Mormon in 2012, so it's not that. I didn't vote for Trump because he wasn't a Christian. I didn't vote for Trump because I was a, a, a bore. I bored his statements that were caught on tape about grabbing him by the stuff and this and that. And I could not, in good conscience, vote for that man. I mean, it, it would it, a a ser- a sexual abuser, a serial adulterer, is not somebody that I trust to be in the White House. Now, granted, I did not want Hillary either, but I could not, in good conscience, uh, vote for Trump. And I also knew that sovereignly, God was going to put in place whoever it was that He wanted. But what happens is you get this this co-validation of Paula White and Donald Trump because of one for the other. So, so many people who just support Trump based on what they think and proclaim him to be a Christian, even though his own words uh, refute that statement, uh, they see that he puts his faith in Paula White, so they believe her. Now she has a whole new group of evangelicals that she can uh, pray upon. And, and and target for their money and so on. And then you have this whole other group of believers that have been sucked in by the false, heretical, blasphemous teachings of Paula White that now, because she supposedly led Trump to, to, to Christ, uh, believe that Trump is a Christian. And so there's this real weird, twisted validation, one of the other. And... I think that's dangerous for the church I think that is dangerous for the church because uh, it makes those of us who do have um, a firm foundation upon which we stand it makes the, the battle even more uphill because now we're not only trying to convince others that they need to repent and so on but we're we're dealing with backlash from this other group and it it makes it look as if the church of the body of Christ is divided because there are those of us who will say, well, Trump did this and this was not good and Trump needs to repent or this. And then there's this other group that's going, Oh no, he's saved and he's God's man and he's this and he's Nebuchadnezzar and he's, you know, whatever other biblical characters they, um, they want to compare him to. But not recognizing that each one of those characters was humbled, literally humiliated by God, and brought down to a place of, of such humiliation that they, they were forced into the repentant place where God needed them to be. And so the higher that they lift Trump up, the further the fall is going to be when he is brought down to uh, a state of humility before God where he will repent and put his trust in Christ. If that be what God is going to do, or he'll go out with such a big ego that it will be all the more devastating. Not that it can be any more devastating to stand before Christ and say, Lord, Lord, did I not do these things in your name? And hear the words, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. And so the, the, the twisting of the two Paula White can't lead anyone to the Lord because she's not there herself. This is a heretical, blasphemous woman who needs to repent and put her faith in God. And Donald Trump needs to repent and put his faith in God. And the two of them just feed off of each other's egos and 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 miss false teachings and so on. And it's just becoming this this horrible supernova of of ego and um, bravado and machismo, whatever you want to call it, that at some point in time is just going to blow. um, And it's going to bring them both down. And so I, as Christians, we need to be praying for both of them. I mean, I've I've been pretty harsh on both, but, but ultimately we need to pray for the the state of their soul um, that they would repent and come to a, a saving knowledge of Christ and that they would start to show fruit, that there would be repentance and restoration and um, reconciliation and I'm trying to think of the word and I cannot uh, think of it, but um, restoration to those that they have wronged and so on, and so that we will see, and and then we can rejoice, um, and then there can be, you know, a, again Paula White has a, a is a, a wonderful charismatic speaker who has the ability to uh, convince people of many things and and how much better would that be if that were put in use uh, for the true gospel where she's truly just preaching the gospel and not um, heretical lies so um, there you go that was my my rant tirade on, on Paula White becoming a new uh, official staff member of the White House and it's it's just I, I don't see anything good coming out of this for anybody and especially Paula White or the President and so we need to be praying and as always we need to preach the gospel at all times and we need to use words because they are necessary and until next time Soli Deo Gloria